0: yourself feeling like you have to figure all this business stuff out by yourself only to learn that it doesn't have to be such a struggle? Welcome to the Masters in Travel podcast. I'm Whitney, owner of Undiscovered Sunsets and The Hive. And I'm Brianna, owner of Milk and Honey Travels. This is a podcast
1: for us, by us, where we dive into deep conversations with honest answers. Nothing is off limits here. Thank you for being here and let's dive in.
0: Did you catch that? (laughs) Masters in Travel now officially has a co-host and oh my God, I could not be more excited. Brianna, thank you for just diving right into the deep end and just introducing yourself as (laughs) co-host.
1: I'm so excited. I mean, I've been a guest on your podcast a couple of times and it's always been just a lovely thing to join you as a guest, but this is a
0: whole new thing we're doing here. So if you haven't heard Brianna on previous podcasts, I mean, you must be living under a rock kidding, but not, but a brief introduction. If you don't know Brianna, Brianna Glenn is the owner of milk and honey travels. She has officially joined team masters in travel and will now be co-hosting the podcast together and leading the think tank together. Brianna has been in business since 2016, same as me, actually, that's funny, Uh, and popped onto my radar when she won Travel Age West, the best use of social media in 2017. I was in the audience when someone named Brianna Glenn went up on stage and won this award. I did not know, have any idea who any of the contestants were, and I was just like, well, who's this girl? Looked her up on Instagram, and I've been a devoted follower ever since. Um, and Brianna's also been a part of the Masters in Travel community and think tank for more than a year. She has a very unique approach to business that has opened up a lot of our eyes, and we've learned a lot from her. So, to say that I'm excited would be an understatement. Um, she's officially joined Masters in Travel, and we're currently rebranding. Yeah. And by rebranding, what I really mean to say is that branding. <laughs> There's not much. There's, there's never been a brand, which is like probably the number one thing when Brianna came in. She's like, now listen, my favorite topic is branding. We're gonna fix this. And I was like, oh thank goodness, please help me. When I started Masters in Travel in 2020, I was not sure that anyone was gonna listen or care. So I just made the podcast cover on Canva, slapped on some random hexagon shape or something and just called it called it a day. That was 3 years ago, so we are long overdue for, for some professional branding. We are reimagining the podcast and what we're most excited about is a lot of impactful changes that are coming to the Masters and Travel Community and think tank. So, before we dive into all of the exciting changes, let's go back to where this all started. About a year ago, I think. I learned that during the pandemic, you also had an idea for a podcast and a community to support advisors. Tell me, yeah, where you were in business in that time, what you were feeling, kind of like was missing in the industry, or what you were feeling really like you needed or you were craving, and what were some of those ideas that you had? Yeah, so I think it was
1: you know around that 2020 fun time in our lives. Um, And quite honestly, it had been just something in the back of my mind that I had started to put on my like vision board, so to speak, right? Like I was writing Mm -hmm. out my goals at the end of the year and what I wanted to do in like the next year, the next three years, et cetera. And I started to really outline this like idea of where I could grow this other side of business that was more peer to peer and how that part of me just felt like, it was something that was missing that I really wanted to like dive into. And so I started outlining, like, I want to do a podcast. I want to have like some sort of community thing. I want to be able to like mentor in some sort of way. And this is something we've kind of learned about each other, just kind of spending time in each other's presence. I'm the type of person that I need to have everything laid out. I need the plans to all make sense. <laughs> have a strategy that like I can see yep. I need it to be perfect. And otherwise when it's not, I get, very much like stuck in the planning. Okay. Of it. And so that's where I was, quite honestly, in just like the, Hey, I had, I had tinkered with a couple of different kind of like courses, right? I taught an Instagram course online that I made myself just do, even though it wasn't perfect. And I was a little bit nervous, but it was like, Oh, wow. 130 people signed up to hear me like talk about social. That's media. amazing. Yeah. And it was like, and it was empowering as well. Right. So then I, I got real serious about a podcast and I, you know, bought music rights and I bought a microphone and I wrote out scripts and I did all of these things and never launched it. (laughs) So, you know, it was, it was a lot of different things just going on in life right then. I had gotten pregnant again, The business started picking back up, a lot of different things, but it was still something that I knew that I wanted to pursue. It just didn't, I didn't know like how or when, and that was a time that I had also learned about you. I think I had been a guest on your podcast Mm -hmm. and eventually learned about the community because I didn't know about it at first for another day. And so I joined, right? And so at that point it was kind of like, oh, this is cool because this is what I thought was missing. Like this idea that there is like a community of people that I trust, that I feel like I can ask questions to, that I feel like it's, you know, my people, right? Right. Also, I have always been really passionate about the entrepreneurs, entrepreneurial side of what we do. And I think Mm -hmm. that that is kind of my strong point. And when I started in business, I just have a like a business mindset that sometimes people don't easily grasp. They're, they're great at planning the travel. They're great at their knowledge. It goes super deep and they're, you know, hitting it out of the park there but like becoming a successful business person is maybe not as easy. Understanding branding, understanding like marketing, all of those things where I think I just gravitate toward that part of the journey. And so I wanted to A, share that and then B, find a community. And so when I found Masters in Travel, I'm like, okay, this is like really similar to the ideas that I had. <laughs> it, was, it kind of made me out a little bit of do I, let go of those ideas, because that's really weird for me to be a part of this community. And then what do I just create a competing community? Like, that's right. kind of right. Um, do I let those dreams die? It does it is it not my goal or my vision to actually do something with that. And so I think I just I left it at that. It's like, I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Just me to be part of the community, finding a lot of joy in what you had already built. And, you know, feeling fulfilled enough, Regard just being a member. So that's where I was, and kind of just like, okay, I'll be satisfied for now. Um, business is great, like I have a community, all of that's going well, until you started like kind of just poking at me, and I was like, perking <laughs> Well, what it do was, you have to find with me? I
0: mean, my poking was pretty incessant.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think what we kind of both learned is that there wasn't a need for me to reinvent the wheel because essentially already we're doing so many of the things that I wanted to do and it was something that I was aligned with, both like knowing you personally and professionally and also what you had built and and seeing kind of like how it operated. I didn't need to build the same thing because it's not like it was like missing some critical elements or I just wasn't aligned or it just didn't rub me the right way. So there was that. And then there was also like, I already liked the community. I liked right. the people that were there. And so, well, now who's going to be my community? <laughs> like that would be right. Um, right. And I could be a part of this, offer my expertise, offer my point of view in a way that would be also helpful for you and what you yes. were looking for as well. And so it kind of just made a lot of sense once it was on mm-hmm. the table. Like I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to be on the table. I I didn't know what was going on in your brain and behind the scenes of like all the things that you were carrying in this season to be like, Hey girl, do you need help? Can I, can I
0: offer? I, mean, I think you know. I was probably pretty cool about it when I brought it up. I was like, Hey, I mean, this is my third business. I would love some help and support. Cause like, it's, it's really getting to be too much for me to do this by myself. I was probably pretty cool about it, but like deep down inside, I was like, please, 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 <laughs> please say yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, it was, <laughs> end of the day, I think a really a really easy yes because I had still the fear of starting something new, and also, mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that because I think that does come when you do start something new. But there's also something really cool about like joining something that isn't brand new and being able to see what it could be and where I could, you know, offer what I had to bring to the table and what we could do together, which was really kind of like a fun, like exciting thought, you know, like got me excited immediately.
0: That, I mean, that's what I'm also really excited about. I think that there is definitely some fear around partnerships because there are a lot of stories of partnerships not working out, right. Of, you know, kind of coming to a point where there's a disagreement about how things should be handled or, you know, whatever it is, there's a lot of stories like that. But what I have found in past collaborations is that provided that you find the right person, and you don't rush into anything and you ask and talk about the hard things up front so that it that doesn't become a thing later on. Partnerships generally lead to a more beautiful end result because coming into every conversation, you have two brains instead of one. So you have more creativity, more ideas, more people asking the hard questions. When you're in a podcast or you're in the, the community and think tank, you've got two perspectives coming, two people asking the hard questions to try to solve someone's challenge. And so in my experience with collaborations, when it's really the right person, it actually leads to a better result for everyone involved. And so it was like, that was a big part of my excitement too. And also... Why I was just like, Oh, please say yes, because I think this could be really amazing.
1: Yeah. And it's something I think I'm learning even as I get further in my business career of how important and beneficial partnerships can be. I I'm a lone wolf in my like just way that I live my life. You know, I did an independent sport like for a very long time because I was like, I can't trust anybody else to be four me. by
0: four, get out of here. <laughs>
1: so Like I am so used to doing things by myself, but I think that it is true, whatever the quote is, and I'm going to kind of make sure that I say it correctly, but if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. And I think that that is kind of what we've realized even in just this short time of chatting together, dreaming together, strategizing together, we're going to go far together. And that's super exciting. So yes, love it. Well, welcome on board. I'm so thrilled. I'm so happy to be here. So for anybody who doesn't know, kind of like we're kind of chatting about where we're at now and what we are excited about for the future. But I think it's also important to just kind of go back to the beginning for people who are maybe new to Masters in Travel or new to listening to this podcast and hear your heart for like, why did this start? Where was the impetus of it? Like the, the just like new beginnings and what have you done in the last three years to like find ourselves here?
0: So for me, it started very much kind of like the question that I read at the top of the show of, have you ever found yourself feeling like you have to figure out all this business stuff by yourself only to learn that it doesn't have to be such a struggle. And like, that was me, I think in the first, I would say three years, but if we're being honest, like five years, I felt like I, I was in business for five years and just constantly like learning things the hard way. Mm -hmm. Um, and for no other reason than because I was doing everything alone and I didn't, if, if there were opportunities to not do it alone, I didn't know where they were or how to find them. So I don't want to say that nothing existed, but I, they weren't on my radar. That's for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, and I just remember constantly thinking in like the first few years of business, like a, why does this have to be so hard? B, why do I have to figure out everything by myself and C if this is so hard for me, It has to be equally as difficult for all of the advisors next to me. And the idea that we are all just struggling with the same freaking things, like just working in silos and like, okay, I finally got this newsletter thing figured out. I finally got this client experience itinerary thing figured out. Now you go figure it out for yourself too, but we're probably going to end some very similar looking solution. Like Mm -hmm. in my mind, that was absolute insanity. So right. it was like Masters in Travel, that was like part, that was probably like half of the motivation of just like, okay, I can't fix anything for myself. I can't go back in time and make it easier for myself. But if we just talk openly about these topics and share our challenges, share the solutions that we've tried, share the solutions that have worked, and if it can even help another advisor like in the slightest way, then I'll I'll take the success. Um so that was a part of it and I think that that was a lot of like underlying frustration that I probably wasn't even able to articulate in the first few years but I was like feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um and then the second part that really kind of lit the fire to be like okay, I'm going to I'm going to do something about this instead of just walk around and be <laughs> grumpy all the time. <laughs> is I was attending tons of conferences, tons of trade shows, tons of workshops, everything very travel advisor focused. And I think I went to my first um, virtuoso travel week and my first conferences, like within the first six to eight to 12 weeks of even like saying, doing a business thing. So going to those events and going to those, like, like my favorite thing at a conference is like looking at the full day of like all the different topics that are, like the discussion topics, and then you choose the room you want to go to. And I was remembering myself just like getting so excited of like, oh my God, that topic sounds amazing. I want to be in that one. I want to be in that one. Oh, there's two conflicting. I got to choose this one, you know? And like really, really, really excited. Like, yes, I want to hear more about this. I want to dig into this topic. And then leaving all of them disappointing. Hmm. Because... Part of it was because they were only an hour long, but you can accomplish a lot in an hour. So I don't think that the problem was the time. What felt like the fundamental challenge is that every single speaker on the stage or panel discussion or whatever it was, they were all speaking to the brand new travel advisor who started yesterday. Right. Right. And those people are in the room for sure, without a doubt, but I would venture to say that eighty to ninety percent of the room has been in business one year, two years, three years, five years, ten years. Right. and like this isn't new to them, and so I was constantly feeling frustrated that we are always talking to the lowest common denominator and never talking to the back of the room yeah. and It's like, okay, we do need to talk to the new advisors because they need this information too so What if we had two rooms of people on the same topic, but over here are the new advisors and over here are the experienced advisors. So we can have same topic, two very different discussions.
1: Yeah. And so good because that's, that's true. It's like, I like the topic, but the
0: topic wasn't the problem. It was (laughs) the content. Yeah. 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 And the only, and I was offering this feedback. So every survey that they were sending, I was typing away like, Hey, what about this? Like, I wasn't just like being mean about it. I was like legitimately filling out forms, filling out surveys. And I didn't see any changes. I can't say that there weren't ever any changes, but I didn't feel them as a participant of these conferences and workshops. And some of these surveys were going to really big organizations like consortia and other feedback that I was sharing was going directly to my host agency. And I was like on phone conversations with the management who was putting together the conference and like actually having like an in-depth conversation about it. So, and then still nothing changed. Mm -hmm. And so that just furthered the frustration, but then the pandemic hit and I was like, well, now I'm bored. Right. Now I have time. Now I've got a whole lot of brain space. And when you give me brain space, like I got to do something with it. And so I was like, well, let's see if anyone else agrees with this crazy idea that I've been talking about for the last you know few years and see if anyone will listen. And I just reached out to any travel advisor I knew and pretty much just roped them into being on those first podcasts. Like, please, I mean, half the people were like, what is this? And I was like, just let's just chat. It'll be fine. <laughs> and then here we are, like three years later, the podcast has I don't know exactly, but I think we're something like 140 episodes in. And then it was a few. So the podcast ticked the box of just having more in-depth, juicy, pull-back-the-curtain conversations. And then the think tank came six months later. No, not even. Like three or four months later, I think. And that's where I really got to deliver this vision that I was always talking about of like one topic- three conversations and the conversations are split by level, but all level means is like where you are in your business. So our current levels are one, two, and three. And level one is kind of you're building up to like your first, I think it's around $250,000 in revenue, booked travel. Level two is something like 250 up to about $700,000 in booked revenue and then level three is 700 plus and up. And so that's where the think tank came from is this idea that I'd been sharing in all of these feedback forms for years and nobody was taking me up on it. And I was like, let's try it. Let's see if people like this. And it's grown a lot over the last few years.
1: That's great because I think that what I appreciated even joining the community was that idea that, like I said, I think I mentioned it, that I I love this idea of, of mentorship. What I was really excited about when I joined the community is that I think I mentioned, I love the idea of mentorship. And I feel like I've been in business long enough to really have something to offer and add value to people who are newer and just be like, hey, here's what I did that didn't work. Here's what I did that did. Mm-hmm. Like if I can give you a leg up, I'm so happy to. And that that's available to, you know, Anybody who's in the community, we can kind of share. What I do love is that there are true peers, like people at the same place in business that I am at. And so we are facing just similar struggles or questions or whatever in this stage of our business. And so that is just something that I think you really had a vision for that has been super helpful and super impactful is being able to really articulate those different levels of business that people are at and what speaks to them in that moment which I think is just really, really great. And I've appreciated it.
0: Yeah. And if I'm being honest, I think it kind of goes with the second reason, but the idea of breaking the think tank apart into levels is also a bit of selfishness, because I think that there is a deep desire in us both to mentor and to ask and to answer questions and to share our experiences, what worked, what didn't work. There's also a deep desire for like from my part, like I also want to be mentored. I also want to be the one to be able to ask questions about what's going on in my business and have others who are either a similar level in business or beyond contribute to that conversation. And I think that in addition to conversations, very rarely speaking to the back of the room, let's say the more experienced advisor, the other thing that I kept finding was happening is that I was always in the mentor position. Right. Because if you're in a room where and you only need to be one step ahead of anyone and they can ask you a question, you might have something to share. You don't have to be five years ahead of them. You can literally be six months ahead of them and you can probably contribute a little bit to where they are in business. And I thought to myself, like selfishly, I am always finding myself in a position of being the mentor and that's lovely and I enjoy it and I'm here for it. But when do I get to be mentored?
1: Yeah, same. I never want to be the smartest person in the room or the most. Exactly. Or have been in business the longest or have the most to offer. Like, let me be dumb. and sit here and take and sell so
0: it. Oh, you have there's nothing I love more than to be in a room listening and observing where I don't say a single word and I don't even ask a question because I feel like it's going to be a stupid question and I'm literally just absorbing everything that's going on around me. That's my favorite place to be. And that is currently hard to find yeah. in the industry, to really get yourself in that position.
1: Yeah. So if you're listening and you're super smart and super successful, please join our community. <laughs>
0: we'll just listen. We don't, we just want to (laughs) listen.
1: I love that. So you've kind of shared with us just like the impetus and the growth and and what has brought you to here three years later. And so kind of share with us and with me kind of what you see as being the most valuable part of now having a co-leader, like taking your baby and sharing it with me in like the most, like, here it is. Like, I trust Mm -hmm. you to take what I have built and let's see what we can do together. Kind of what do you see as coming from this that's going to be valuable for not just you, but for the community as
0: well? Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited because I think that the benefits, like why I kind of jumped Head first into this and was like, yes, absolutely right away is because I can see like a personal benefit and a benefit for all the current members of the Masters in Travel community and Think Tank, as well as the podcast listeners. So for me in that, in that sense, it was a no brainer of like, this is a win, win, win all around. So like, yes is the answer without hesitation. Personally, I have th- three businesses now and I have instructed I know that from the outside looking in, anyone who's watching me run Undiscovered Sunsets and Masters in Travel and The Hive, I've had a lot of people say to me recently, like, oh, you have figured out how to generate multiple streams of revenue. Like, I want to do what you're doing. And I'm telling you, you do not want to do what I'm doing.
1: Right, right. It
0: is exhausting. It is exciting. It is thrilling. It is thrilling. I'm super passionate about all of these projects, which is why, and they're not projects. I'm super passionate about all these businesses, which is why I haven't let any of them go because they are all equally important to me. And also, I think if you've been listening to recent podcasts, you've probably heard me say like, stop the distractions, stop trying to come up with a new offer for your client or, you know. Just try totally new random things in your business because you think it's going to make you money in a different way because that's what I did. And I now, the reality is that I don't have 100% of my time that I can focus on my travel business. Right. I can only focus about 60% of my time on my travel business. And that has been something that I've had to come to terms with that Masters in Travel and The Hive are the most incredible businesses that I'm running and I love them and I'm not going to let them go. But that means that your goals for milk and honey cannot be my goals for undiscovered sunsets. And a lot of the people in the think tank who are running just their travel business, they have 100% of their time for that travel business and more. And I only have about 60%. And so I have kind of cut myself out a little bit of some of the big goals that I had for my travel business. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm not going to reach them, but I have to be really realistic with the time that I have to contribute to those goals.
1: Right. Um
0: and so that all of that is the same for Masters in Travel. I only have a certain percentage of my time that I can contribute to Masters in Travel. And yet I feel that there is so much more potential. There is so much more that we can do. There is so much more value and benefit that we can offer podcast listeners and Think Tank members. And I just don't, as an, as one individual running three businesses, I just don't have the bandwidth or the energy to do all of the things that I know are possible. And so bringing in a partner, I was like, yes, like we can, like, I have this vision. Do you see it with me? Like we can do it if we do it together. I just can't do it by myself. Um, And so personally, I'm very excited, but also I'm very excited for members because I think that in the community and think tank, if you have been there since the beginning, that means you've been in the community and think tank two and a half years. And like, it's time to hear from somebody else. It's time to hear a fresh perspective. It's time to hear somebody else asking you the tough questions about the challenges that you're having in your business. It's time to have fresh new topics or even the same topics, but a totally different approach. And so I do think that two really smart brains together are better than one. And I feel like having another person in all of our calls and in all of our conversations is only just going to make it a more rich and engaging conversation let alone all of the ideas that you and I have together to improve and kind of change the think tank and actually improve the overall experience.
1: Yes. So speaking of that, yeah. I mean, <laughs> we've touched on a couple of things that like in the works, but let's kind of sneak peek it a little bit of what we have for in terms of what's going to be changing, what's going to be new, what to have people have to look forward to. Um, in the coming months.
0: So I think you'll be seeing very, very soon. If you haven't seen already, we're rebranding. I think I mentioned that a little bit before, but by rebrand, yes. we're branding. We're branding. We've, we're we're branding. working with the graphic designer. Um,
1: to sense that is beautiful. That has such a point of view that really encompasses everything Masters in Travel stands for and wants to kind of communicate. It's going to be exciting. So I'm yeah. yeah, I'm super excited about what we have to share. In that yeah,
0: the, the website now is just super, super confusing. I know that. And so it's going to be a little cleaner. It's going to be a lot more straightforward, a lot easier to figure out what you're looking for and what we offer and everything that you can find. Instagram's going to look a lot sexier. Like, that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really excited just to have a brand like you said, that just really encompasses everything that we do and all that we're about and that like yeah. feels like it's us. Yeah. that um, we can be proud of. And you're like, yep, this is it. This is exactly. Yeah. Small changes in the podcast. So no, I wouldn't say like big changes, still weekly format, still subscription-based free episodes and the first Tuesday of every month. And then the rest are subscription, but we've come up with a really, really great kind of monthly episode that we want to have called Shop Talk. Yeah, I'm excited about that because I think that coming together
1: to do those episodes is really going to be fun. I think we have really interesting conversations every time we talk, but this is just an opportunity for us to very easily, because I think we're both comfortable with the vulnerability of it, of peeling back the curtains, talking about what we're struggling with, talking about what's working really well, like giving Literally all, all the tea that people want to hear or people are interested in, I think we are both comfortable doing that. And we're just going to be very intentional about those episodes to make sure that they are worthwhile and valuable to the people listening. So that's going to be really cool. And then the idea of, of bringing in listeners to kind of make sure that your questions or your like thoughts or what you are struggling with in in certain aspects of business are actually addressed and answered by us, like in real time. So I feel it's going to be like very, what's the word I'm looking for?
0: Interactional or? Well, a little bit more engagement, I engaging, think, with yeah. listeners in the podcast and the conversations in shop talk, I think are just a little bit more in the moment. You know, yeah. right now, the, the podcasts are really fabulous topics that we all want to listen to and we all want to learn from. But those topics may or may not apply to us exactly in that moment in business. And that's okay. But I we've never had something, like we do this in the think tank where it's like, what's working for you right now? And that can be something huge and that can be something small. So I think something that I shared recently that's working for me right now is if clients are asking me to plan a trip that is kind of like eight to 10 plus months in advance, I'm like, yeah, sure. Here's my calendar. We can talk in two months. Mm -hmm. We don't need to talk about this right this very second. I'm super like packed with discovery calls and whatnot for trips that are coming up much sooner. Get on my calendar. I'll see you in November. And that felt scary. Nobody has cared everybody's been like, cool. We just want to get on your calendar and kind of know that that's done and tick that off our box and kind of, you know, whatever, know that we're making progress toward planning that trip. And so that has released so much pressure from my calendar to block days. And then also to kind of dictate like when it makes most sense to talk to somebody about their trip, even if that means scheduling a call like weeks in advance. Yeah. Um, so I think that that in the moment sharing. I think can be really great because from one month to the next, there's a lot of different things going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so always nice just kind of tweaking and refining, right? Like there's always something. Really? Like, oh, let's really? with, change <laughs> this. It'll work a little bit better.
1: Uh, yes. And so I think that's just going to be fun to bring people into those like, just the ebbs and flows of business, and then just kind of see, like, hey, where are you at? What are you struggling with? Like, yeah. do you want an opinion about it? We're happy to give it.
0: <laughs> do you want to share what we recently discovered you maybe weren't, you know, had some room for improvement on? This was also in a think tank call, and my face could not have been more like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs>
1: So, and this is this is such a great example is like you don't even know what you don't know if you're not talking about it and if you're not getting other people's opinions. Like there's just literally like
0: no way to And I don't even think that this was the topic of the think tank. It literally just came up in conversation. And I think that I that has probably been one of my biggest challenges in answering the question to advisors like, well, what is the think tank? Like, what happens in there? What are you doing? And I can try. But I almost think that this example that you're going to share is like more representative of what happens in the think tank than anything I can say to be like, well, I come up with really great questions and then we talk yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah. no, I think It was, it was the impetus was
1: me sharing. I feel like how busy I was and how many calls I was, had scheduled for the week and how like my calendar was overwhelmed. And it was like, well, how many calls do you have scheduled? Well, like what is your like workload, like how are you planning that many trips? Like how many of these are like actually converting? And I said, oh, you know, I'm doing like a f- I don't even know how many it was. but like, Do you I remember, remember like how many discovery
0: calls you had that week? Like if you had to it estimate was, like, it, was nah, see no week it was
1: obscene. Or 11, something like that. And that my calendar is like two or three days. Like it's not a, like right. I didn't. so it was like the whole day of consoles and they were like, well, what's your conversion rate? And I was like, oh, like around 60%. And they're like, oh, <laughs> so yeah.
0: I didn't what? think that I was nice about it. I was like, what?
1: Yeah. So that, yeah. It was, it was a little bit more like, yeah, <laughs> kind of straight, no chaser. The reality was like evolved was a conversation of a, why I was allowing calls on my calendar of people that were never going to be a great fit. I already pretty much knew, of the 60% that were converting it's not like that other 40%. I was sitting there being like, Oh my gosh, I wish these were going to be clients and shoot. It didn't kind of work. Like, no, I was just letting people talk to me because they wanted to. And I wasn't like, I didn't have the right barriers up. I didn't like just flush out like the people who shouldn't have been like making it to a phone call, so to speak. Um, And so, yeah, we, we address that. I got to understand and hear from other community members, like what their conversion percentage was. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I have a little bit of work to do here. And what is my plan of action to change what I'm doing so that I am not so busy talking to people that I have no business talking to? Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to make that change immediately. And, and yeah. So what's the change that you made? So yeah, the change that I made was now I have a gatekeeper. So consultation or forms that get filled out, are run through my operations person who says, okay, great. These parameters do not fit what we work with. So I'm going to send this nice templated email that we've written out about if it's a budget issue, if it's a time, a lead time issue, if it's a scope of work issue, whatever the thing is, because I have these written out, but I have a bleeding heart and I never follow through. And she's going to send those when they are actually not appropriate. If the lead time actually isn't what we have agreed to, Mm -hmm. and she's going to say no nicely on my behalf and I don't ever Mm -hmm. have to make that call. And it aligns with what I already said I wanted. Right. So I'm having consultations that I actually, actually want to have that trip come to fruition. And then therefore there's more yes on their part and there's more yes on my part and we're all happier.
0: Yeah. So So if you like, without knowing more about someone's business, it's really hard to say, well, like your conversion rate should be here. But like, if you had to come up with a number that seems somewhere higher than what yours was at 60% and lower than 100%, because that's not realistic. Like, where are you seeing it land a little bit more now? Or where do you feel is like a a healthier range?
1: I mean, I think for me, and this is going to be so different from, you know, like where your business comes from, et cetera, et cetera. I'm wanting to be around 80% because I feel like, there's still some people that I'm like, it is a a quote unquote discovery, right? Like I need to really kind of talk through this, like what you have in mind, if this is a long-term, like, like maybe this isn't the best fit, but I see potential as a long-term client, I'm still probably going to say yes. And I still do have people finding me who aren't as intimately familiar with me. So they maybe aren't, direct referral or a past client or you know there's just more degrees of separation like maybe they heard read an article where i was featured or you know heard me on a podcast or something like that and so i still do have a little bit of selling to do on those calls act as yep. a little bit of a different barometer in terms of like how well i close most of the mm-hmm. time it's like a referral that's like you know slam dunk if i already see on on the form like yeah we this is just a formality at this point i do need to get more information from you and understand what yes. you're looking for but we know we're working together. There are yeah. still percentages of clients where I'm like, it's still going to be decision on both of our ends, right? I'm going to yep. share my value. You're going to decide if that's valuable, and and then we are both know if we want to move forward. I don't yeah. think that there's a lot of calls where I feel like I'm so wanting to move forward, and they're like, eh, I don't see it. I don't. See it. <laughs> so I don't think it's that. It's not like I'm disappointed in the 20% that maybe aren't converting, converting. But it is still like me taking the time to like see if there's something there.
0: Yeah. I was also thinking 80% seems kind of like a healthy goal because it's, I mean, I've got boundaries up the wazoo at this point and there are people who are like, can we set up a call? And I was like, no, no. (laughs) I don't think it's necessary (laughs) because there's nothing I hate more than a call. But I do think that, does happen that I get on calls and it's like what they completed in the form turns out to be a little bit different than what we discover on the call because the wife filled out the form and now we have the wife and the husband on the call. So like, you know, right. there are things that happen that is totally normal that not all discovery th- calls convert into planning a trip together. So 80% feels good. If what we discovered very haphazardly on a recent think tank is that Brianna was at 60% and through that discovery, which was not planned and it wasn't even on topic. It was kind of like an offhanded comment. I feel like in our discussion for that day, you made an immediate change in your business and are already seeing the results. And I think that this happened less than two months ago. So that's what I love about the think tank. And that's also what I love about this new kind of shop talk approach uh, that we're going to take with the podcast is that we can really talk about in the moment things and kind of talk it through together out loud.
1: Yes. I'm super excited about that. So I think it'll be helpful for for everybody listening and just bring a lot of value. Besides the podcast, which is super exciting. And besides the rebranding, is there anything you want to kind of hint about that you are excited that is to come in terms of what we have going on with our community and what we have been just brainstorming about and, and strategizing about and bringing to life that you want to share?
0: Yeah, I feel that the most poten- potential for growth and evolution and improvements is actually in the think tank, and that's where I'm most excited to bring your brain and creativity into the fold. First things first, we're not calling it the think tank anymore. <laughs> the think tank. Was Nobody my- knows <laughs> what a think tank is. <laughs>
1: we're you're already seeing the fruits of having co like, um
0: maybe this, I mean, I don't know what this means. It's a name you came up with, but what does it mean? So behind the scenes, the reason why I came up with Think Tank is because what it really is, is like a mastermind. And there is something in me that I just really don't like the word mastermind. It feels yeah. very masculine and broy to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't like it. <laughs> That's just a weird personal tick, I think. So we are going to rebrand the Masters in Travel community and Think Tank to be the Advisor Accelerator. And we kept coming back to the Accelerator because that is the whole purpose of everything that we do. The podcast, the the courses, the, the former community and Think Tank, now the Advisor Accelerator. The whole purpose of all of it is to accelerate the success of travel advisors who are coming one or two or five steps behind us.
1: Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Right. With a very like business approach to like what we talk about. It's not about accelerating your knowledge of Italy. Like get that elsewhere. This is right. What... <laughs> there are yeah. some there are some some great advisors with like knowledge you are going to learn from. That's just going to come naturally and organically. Yeah. Like yeah. we are literally looking to accelerate the business part of what we're doing. And I think that, like, the name really just is going, it cap encapsulates exactly what it is. So I love it.
0: Yeah. And I think that some of it's like to give you a sense of, like, this isn't about learning about, you know, cruise ships in the Caribbean or DMCs in Italy or things like this. This is about learning about what conversion rates is a healthy conversion rate, learning about, what percentage of your business is repeat and referral and where should a healthy number be learning about how much you're paying yourself versus how much you're reinvesting back into your business. And what are those percentages of your revenue that leads to a healthy business and not a hobby? All of the, these are the types of questions that we're asking in the former community and think tank. Now I'm like, I don't know what to call it because now (laughs) we're just going to stick with the advisor accelerator. These are the questions that we're asking and, um, they're always about your business. They're always about your entrepreneurial journey. They're not about which hotel we like in Tuscany. Yeah, That's not what the think tank or the advisor accelerator is for. Not yeah. that you can ask that question, but it's always going to be like, Hey, quick, before we start, like, what's That's your right. favorite hotel in Tuscany? <laughs> That's how that usually happens. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well- as it should, like we all, we want to be a community and we're going to use each other as that community. So that's always going to be, you know, just part of, part of the the thing for sure. I love it. And I love the last couple of months as we've been strategizing and just kind of really digging into what's going to make it the most valuable resource. So I think what we do here on the podcast and what we're going to continue to do is just like have conversations that people will find valuable. And then we're inviting people to go deeper, right? Like that's mm-hmm. what the community of, uh, that we're building is really for is to like, okay, great. Like now let's take action and let's take it together. So the whole advisor accelerator is really going to be about that in a more strategic d- specific way, which we're giving so much thought to, and I don't know how much you want to say now or how much you feel comfortable sharing. I know there's going to be a whole other podcast that really like goes deep into it. But like, what do we want people to look forward to maybe?
0: Well, I guess what I would I would love to know from you, because you are a current member of the Masters in Travel community and Think Tank. So what is, we're not changing everything. There are a lot of things that members really love about the Think Tank. So if you're in the Think Tank right now and you're listening, like, don't worry, we're not like totally blowing it up. What I would love to know from you, Brianna, is as a current member, what do you love most about the think tank right now? And then as the new partner in Masters in Travel, what are you most excited about in terms of some of the new ideas we're discussing? Great question. So I think it goes back to something we said at the beginning
1: is what I really love now is feeling like I can be in a room with people who are in very very similar places of business and or a step ahead of me that I could be like, oh, so you did this how did it work you're learning this how did it, how did that work mm-hmm. i'm trying mm-hmm. this i'll let you know how it goes i just hired this way this is what i learned and this is what worked well and this is what i wish i would have done differently those peer to peer ability to kind of like have those conversations in a room with people very in very similar places of business has been my favorite part of the community and what i love that is shifting slightly and what we've kind of really thought through is that you know in certain areas of our business, we might be super advanced, right? We might really have that nailed down, and then in other parts of our business, for instance, maybe marketing or something like that, it's like, ugh, like I'm here and I've been successful because X, Y, Z. But like, do I really grasp like this part of it as well as I should? So while we're still going to have levels for every kind of call and every topic, it's not necessarily going to be like straight blanket, like you're, you're advanced or you're beginner just because it's really going to be nuanced in how we separate the different levels and how it speaks to where you're at in business in relation to that particular topic. And so hopefully that doesn't sound super confusing. Hopefully it sounds really exciting because you can kind of look at your own business and answer some questions and really understand, Hey, I'm really at a foundational stage of this part of my business and I need Mm -hmm. to understand and what questions that i need to be answering at this at this stage and grow and learn from people who are in that exact same places as me and so we've kind of really strategized there and come up with a great like 6 month solid plan that i think people are going to find a lot of resources and help as they move through that entire 6 months of topics
0: so to give some tangible examples as to what that might look like there are travel advisors, and this is just an example. I have no one specific in mind. There are travel advisors that I know that are very, very strong in marketing. So maybe they have a super solid blog, maybe they have are writing you know consistent newsletters and, and building their email funnel, and or maybe they're really strong on like Instagram, like on social media mm-hmm. And so that area of their business, so their, their revenue might be level one. But compared to other advisors, they're really, really strong in marketing. And so having them in that level one, quote unquote, type of conversation actually doesn't feel like the best fit. There might be level two or level three advisors that they could learn from and that could learn from them. That same advisor might be really strong in marketing and be less strong in something like branding. So maybe we notice in their numbers that their repeat and referral business metrics are not as high as some of their peers which you and I generally take that back to branding and generally take that back to client experience of like okay why aren't more people coming back to you year after year why aren't more people referring your business i don't believe it's because you're not asking for referrals if yeah. you're if you're providing a super solid client experience you will receive referrals without asking for them I know that that's sometimes an unpopular opinion, but I feel very strongly about that. And so for we might discover through conversations with you, asking some pointed questions, that your branding and client experience is at a level one. And so it would benefit you to be in that conversation so that we can up-level that part of your business to meet that of your marketing. And so does that feel like a good tangible example of kind of what we're talking about with the very... Because currently, community and think tank members, it's based on revenue. So if you're at this revenue, you're in all level one calls for everything. If you're at this revenue, you're at all level two calls for everything. And I think what I've been feeling and what we're discussing now is how can we approach this a little bit differently is that not all advisors are level one for everything or level two for everything. So how can we have a little bit more nuance behind Yeah. these leveled conversations.
1: Yeah, and I think it's going to help tremendously in just having it be relevant. And I think the other point that maybe is just worth sharing is that all of our calls and discussions will be recorded. And so if you miss or if you're just interested in being able to be like what was that discussion about? Like, I feel like I'm here in business and or maybe you missed a call or maybe you just want to know like okay, <laughs>
0: just where am I going? <laughs> where are they what talking they about, about, about in that other call? Like same topic, but different group of advisors. It's often a totally different conversation, which yeah. is amazing. So
1: I think that there's going to be a lot of value in just having that like library for people to, to resource and go back to, and just really, you know, take it all in. So exciting. you have to
0: stop now. Cause you're taking all of my answers.
1: Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm just excited. I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) Whitney, what are you excited about, even though I stole your answer? (laughs) So I think first, before I tell you what I'm excited about, what I love and what will not change is that every month I come up with a topic that we're going to discuss, and then I send three or four questions, usually two or three days before the think tank, and then I ask for everyone to respond to those questions prior to our call. I compile all of them in a doc so that everybody attending the call can read through everyone's answers. And then that means that when we get on the call, we just dive right in. There's none of the small talk nonsense, right? Like it's 60 solid minutes of like really juicy discussion. What I love most is that a lot of times when I send out those questions and then we get to the call, I ask like, okay, okay. What did these questions bring up for you? And almost every month, someone in the call says, you really, I've never thought about these things before. Like you really kind of put me in a tough spot to like, think about these things. I've been, maybe someone hasn't thought of it before because it literally hasn't crossed their mind. And I'm kind of bringing up a whole new topic that they're like, oh man, I don't know. Or maybe I'm asking a question that they have absolutely thought of before and they have been actively avoiding thinking about it and like digging into that as an entrepreneur. And then the topic that I've chosen for that month is kind of forcing them to face the music because there is nothing, there is no topic an entrepreneur can just like not look at for the duration of their journey and hope that it all goes okay, you know,
1: Um, Finances. I'd be like, let's just right. keep my eyes shut. they you know, yeah.
0: hopefully. And so I really, really love that to know that the questions that I'm asking are making people think and that they're making them dig deeper than they would be doing otherwise by themselves.
1: Yeah.
0: I love that. Yeah, um, What I'm looking most forward to. You did take both of my answers. I'm really, really excited to mix people up and have them in different levels in every month and in every call. I think in addition to being in a conversation that is more relevant to where you are on your journey on that specific topic, right? Like branding to marketing, to finances, to all of the different topics. Um, I also think it's going to be really great for all the members in the think tank to see new faces every month in every call. Yeah. Whereas currently they're seeing the same advisors every month in every call. So the topic changes, but the group is the same. And I think to just mix up the energy a little bit, have different people learning about your business, different people asking questions. I think that that will benefit everyone. And I also think it's going to benefit everyone who is having concerns about missing calls, or, really, feeling the urge to like want to know what's happening in those other two calls that are happening every month, that we're just going to record them all and share them widely. And so, all of those resources are going to be more accessible and more widely available for all the members.
1: Fun, fun, fun. Yes. Well, we can't yes. wait to share just more and make sure that you guys all are up to speed on what we have to bring you and what's going to be in the works. So, this is just a sneak peek, but we're so excited. We wanted to. At least get your your appetite like a little wet.
0: Yes. So I'm gonna take it back to the question that I started with at the very top of the show. Have you ever found yourself feeling like you have to figure all this business stuff out by yourself only to learn that it doesn't have to be such a struggle? That's what all of this is about. So stay tuned. Next month, we will have another podcast out specifically about the Advisor Accelerator and digging into all more of the nitty gritty details in addition to everything we discussed today and to talk about all that members can look forward to in 2024 and invite you to join us.